0: oh yes ladies and gentlemen we are live it is the daily high five podcast as always with me is the uh, joseph from the joe and tell channel joseph hey like hey, hey hey, <laughs> getting all michael. That's me, <laughs> michael mr youth man what's going on of course my name is chana i am the techno dad welcome everybody to the podcast hope everybody's doing well what's
1: up guys whoa <laughs> what's up I see Joe's got some fresh background back there. I like it, man. Yeah, got to, you know, change it up once he's, in a while. he got that
0: a new studio. I think he's got this. He He's in a different city. Uh, uh, he's yeah, he's I
2: just ha- ha- changed my location. I Hollywood. just get a green screen. I could be anywhere I need to be, right? He just
1: flies, <laughs> he flies in, does the show, and then he flies out, man. That's how Joe rolls, man. <laughs>
2: I'm going to start doing that now. Green screen time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honestly, like on you know, top guys. of the Empire State Building, you know, and then one day in Hawaii would be cool. <laughs> yeah, man.
2: Yeah, I figure right now with all the crazy stuff going on, it's nice to like picture yourself somewhere else, right? Just anywhere. Just imagine. Oh, oh man, freedom.
0: we got so many tourists right now and they're like, oh, it's pretty bad. Every time I drive by, I like, okay, there's a bar called Liberty Bar and they're just on top of each other. Like, just mm-hmm. it's just packed nobody's wearing masks like it's just it's
2: a bad situation yeah well let's not get into that i'm seeing people are debating all that so let's not Uh, let's not touch that i'm not touching that That let's not touch not even with my gloves sound a little (laughs) freaky anyway and if i do i might use some hand sanitizer
0: or not
3: i don't know dude you know what you know how hand sanitizer
0: was like totally you couldn't find any right Mm -hmm. so i went on ebay a couple Mm -hmm. days ago to just get some wipes just to get some extra Clorox wipes. And I found this dope setup, 35 white canister uh-huh. and uh, seven bottles of like uh, hand sanitizer and Purell wipes, like uh, like for 20 bucks. So I was like, ding.
2: Chana, yeah. that shit's <laughs> <bath> so fast.
0: <laughs> anyway, what's Funny going thing- on people?
2: Yeah, what's up? What's up? I, I was going to say, Chana, I remember you got that micro band stuff and I told you it's not on the approved list, uh-huh. but I guess it's under a different name. They have it under registered so it is yeah well, my mistake i would hope it would <laughs> i'm excited for the hi-fi summit rob
0: rob, rob oh yeah there, man,
2: rob e
1: what's up you got junior og yeah, he's one of the first ones to sign up or probably
3: rob he's e always like the he's of like of the everything biggest
1: for supporter man i always we,
2: need, we need to set up a patreon for rob e <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, hook him up man return some favors so yeah. somebody
2: uh, somebody hit me up on Instagram
0: and was like, "Yo, you got any discount tickets?" I'm like, "Discount?" It was what? half price the whole entire month of May.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm like,
0: "Sorry, man, I don't know."
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I think I know who that was. I, he said, "Oh, I'm crying right now." I'm like, "Oh. I I said a while back, don't cry. Don't yep. come crying if you miss it. We've been telling you for a long time.
1: We pushed it, pushed it, pushed it."
2: Yep, yep. Oh,
0: Optimus Vader is in the house. What's up, Eli? Oh. How are you? gonna be a good day then oh yeah
1: it's always a good day man we got good folks we got good good community here man yeah how's your how's your back it's getting better i don't know what i did man over the weekend i tweaked it like massively dude I, you I were working off- out right you were doing those
2: preacher curls right <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's I a did, good one did you just I, make I, that, did, that up right now
1: that was awesome right was on good. the spot oh <laughs> man you on point uh we i did go work out i helped a friend move um like some furniture and stuff, but but man, I don't know what something in a combination of that did not sit well with my back and it jacked it up. So i just been putting ice on it um, about 20 minutes on and about an hour off. So it's getting better, but it's still kind of funky. I just got to get up kind of real slow, you know, all sure right. Doesn't pinch, but all is good, oh. man. All oh. is good.
2: Who else? Uh, somebody else said they got their tickets already. Yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up quick. And I'll tell you, I'm very busy over here. Scheduled. Yeah. Did you guys see all the new stuff? Let me kind of show. Let me see if I can show that real quick. Bring Zoho, Zoho calendar if you want. Um, Actually, I put them all on the uh, Hi-Fi Summit on the seminars page. Oh, really? Everything is there. Um, I just got a word from Sound United that they have three spots. Ooh. So let me see if I can share this. Share. Um, yeah. Anyway, continue on. I'll get, I'll get this set up in a second.
1: <laughs> Optimus says, Michael, that's age. Absolutely, man. It mm-hmm. stinks getting older, man. I'm not old, but I'm definitely getting older, but still can't prevent me from doing my normal stuff. Just healing yeah. my
2: Let's see. All right. So, yeah, let me see if you can see this here. All right, so this is what we have for the Hi Fi Summit seminar so far. Uh, on Friday, day one, we have SPS. So, Nick Brown's gonna do subwoofer and setup calibration. You guys can check this out too.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Paris Sound, what to look for. Yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff. Cali Audio, I'm excited about this one the moving mic method. I've been telling you guys about that mm-hmm. for a while. Yamaha's there talking about integrated amplifiers, Canto about powered speakers, and then, of course, After Party, Techno Dad. Cranking right? it up. i think you wanted to do the hi-fi thing then right where you do when you where you start demoing all your uh test tracks so yeah we're doing test
0: test tracks are going to be the first night and then um i'm still trying to figure out which nights are going to be okay the other theme nights um yeah. oh you know what i was telling you classical night and i was just like no i'm not i i don't think i i'll do a classical <laughs> yeah. night but i don't i don't I w- think they're ready for that i i do like the idea of um excuse me you know how um joe i've told you plenty of times i find mm. awesome cover songs on youtube oh, yeah They're that are cool. like just like female voice and guitar female vocal and piano so maybe a lot of those really cool covers um on youtube yeah, yeah. even there though some go. of the some of the hi-fi people be like oh, listen <laughs> like, to music on youtube
2: oh. yeah oh. um what are you talking man so, uh, let's see. Oh, we have uh, Jacob Ooh, from Dirac. Durac. Yeah, I'm excited about that. He's oh, going to yeah. talk about some stuff. Um, Paul Barton, he was awesome when we had him on. So, he's going to mm-hmm. talk about psychoacoustics. KCC Scientific, going to be talking about power conditioning. We've got triangle speakers, NAD Project. Yeah,
1: look at all these. Lots of good stuff, guys.
2: Yeah, so... Um, after parties. We got some more stuff. Uh, sound United just got, like I was saying, they have three of them that are coming up. So we'll see what they have to offer. Clips mm-hmm. is there. So mm. yeah.
0: Well, Sonic punk is hoping to get some clips bipoles at the summit. Hey. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, got those giveaways
2: happening. So it's all good. Yeah. They're going to be giving away the, um, the fives, the fives, yeah, those. Oh, the fives for sure. Yeah. I do want to test those. Um, what else we got going on? We got some We got any questions in the
1: chat? <laughs> That's
2: what we're going to be doing today. Answering you guys' as questions.
1: Regular guy says world gone crazy. I could use a trip back to better times. It's coming, man. It's got to be positive. It's happening.
0: Yeah. Where was that? Is that a new one or an old one? Oh no, it's a new one.
2: There it is. I think 80s there they're,
0: is... they're talking about 80s. I should do an 80s mashup night. There you go. Really nice. there you go. You got ideas right there.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know if Clips is going to talk about the Beast at the Hi Fi. Oh, yeah. Imagine if they just released maybe, it. Maybe we could get them to, maybe I'll shoot that to Brittany. I'll say, hey, you think you can throw some love in for that? Got some folks that are interested in it. So, <laughs> all right. I'll talk to Brittany, see what we can do. Show some say. like sneak peeks. That's right. Yeah, maybe just set
2: up a new page just for the beast and make it all like, you know, cryptic. cryptic. What, what, what's funny is that,
0: like, some people had some very, very bad things to say about that name uh, on your post, Michael. Oh, really? Yeah. You posted in the one of her clips forum or something. Mm-hmm. And people like that's just stupid. Oh, talk about <laughs> pandering to ev- everybody now. Like, why don't they just come out with a regular model number?
1: Yeah, it oh, probably will. OK, that's fine. <laughs> Had nothing. That's easy. And that's, that's the thing. They they clearly stated it. it's not going to be called that. That's just what they refer to it internally. It's going to be called the twelve FRSW. It'll be the big moment. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Something
2: <laughs> something SW. That's right. Whatever wow. size
0: the woofer is, it's going to be yeah. like you know. If it's a eighteen, it'll be one one eight SW or <laughs> something
1: yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. There, are you happy? Yeah, At least they, it makes sense when they do that. Yeah. They came out with a new reference series. Oh, my gosh. That was so confusing, especially for the guys that have known clips for a long, long time, because a lot of their model numbers make sense. And then they came out with those and I was like, really? (laughs) It just made no sense. Yeah, right. Life of Bliss. What's up, Bliss? He's in the house.
2: Um, Let's see here.
0: Your avatar almost looks like you're you're picking up some
2: turntables there. I know there's speakers, but it looks like <laughs> it looks like some so turntables. Oh man, it, That's it looks like a turntable or like an oven, like a stove. A <laughs> yeah, stove yeah, right, stovetop. Um, Good
1: so Rob has a question about up there.
2: I just how, saw it. Yeah, how do the giveaways work? Okay, uh, so I've gotten this question a couple of times. Like, how do I enter the giveaway? Um, so I don't know if you've seen like Rafflecopter. Or what are some other ones? Us uh, something.io, what gleam.io? Yeah, some we'll of those giveaways. I use them mm-hmm. where yeah. uh, you can enter more times by doing more things, right? So that will be on each company's product page, but the the companies are still working on the product pages, so you're not able to see those right now, mm-hmm. right? They're still filling it out. They're still putting in pictures and stuff like that. But come the twenty sixth, all of those pages are going to be open uh, for the people with tickets right? Mm -hmm. So you're going to be able to go in there. Oh, cool. They're doing a giveaway and then enter and do all the stuff there. Right. So, um, yeah, you're going to get an email if you want. Right. And so that's basically how that works. And then after the event, um, anybody who doesn't have tickets, you'll still be able to enter after the event. So you're going to miss out on some of the stuff like the live, you know, interaction that's going to be happening. You know, we're going to have a uh, a lobby area where people can chat and say, hey, go check this out. So you're not going to be first. But if you don't care about being first, mm-hmm. well, you know, you can still join the uh, the giveaways after the event is over.
1: Yeah, the other benefit of being at the event is with the giveaways, some of those will have daily entries. And so you could come back all five of those days to do daily entries. So that'll give you a better chance of winning. So, Yeah, we let we let the companies decide how they want to do
2: their giveaways. We're just hosting... We're just a platform. So however they want to do it, some might be limited to certain countries. You know, it just depends. So
1: we don't make up the rules. Someone might only give it away to Chana. You know, I mean, we don't know. I mean, they just they make up their rules. I am very lucky.
2: You are. Uh, Brett says, how does the Hi-Fi Summit work for international people? So uh, it's worldwide. You know, we don't we're not there yet We're where we have it all translated. You know, it's not like you're going to go to the site and the entire site's going to be translated to the language. We can't do that yet. But as far as uh, anybody can access it, right? I think Um,
0: it's a time situation. Like, when are the seminars happening? mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, so the seminars are going to be happening from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific. So
1: I'm not sure what time that is
2: uh, your time, but that's when we're going to have the seminars.
1: And they'll be on replay too. So if you happen to miss them, you can get those later. But
2: yeah, that's a great thing about the internet, right? I think it's
0: um, Brett. Are you in? Um, you're in New Zealand, right? What time is
2: it, New <clears throat> Zealand? What about the giveaway freight? Yeah. So as far as the giveaways, like I'm saying, uh, each company determines their giveaway. So right. the some people said it's available anywhere. Some people said, oh, U.S. and Canada. So it just depends. I don't know how these, you know, a lot of times these companies don't even sell in the, in other regions. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it wouldn't make sense for them to send out a giveaway to somebody, to a place where they don't normally even sell products. Yeah. So it's just how it goes.
1: Good questions. Good questions.
2: Oh, what is, what is Kyle saying here? Hey man, doing great. Forgot how much I miss a good night's sleep with his new kid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I right. can forget about that for a little
1: while. <clears throat> so, dad laugh kick so, you uh, in the butt.
0: So Brett, um, it looks like 10 a.m. Pacific standard time is f- on, uh, on Monday is 5 a.m. Tuesday where you are. So every morning this, the when we have, uh, somebody starting up at 10 a.m., it's going to be 5 a.m. The following day is when it's going to be live for you. So you just gotta go to bed
1: early, man, and get up early. <laughs> <laughs> or just stay up like I would do. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> I am gonna rock it all night. That's awesome, man. Just oh got good, man, we got some questions good questions, questions up in here. Fred, Fred got wants some good to know what ones. you guys think about the PS5. Did y'all see the uh the announcement. Yeah. And you know what my reaction is? What's up? I don't need
0: any more fucking art in my house. Can I just get something? <laughs> I like
1: it, dude. That will like sit
0: it. in my TV stand and not take up all kinds of weird space. I like it, like, man. the The Xbox is like this thing. It's like all up and down. And looks goofy. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a square, man. It's like a rectangle. It's a rectangle, yeah. And just think, the the guy that designed the shape and the style of that guy paid Buku money
0: well what's funny is like <laughs> people have thought it would look like a router they yeah two pages <laughs> two white pages to the sides of it it it's looks like, like a, a wi-fi router up,
1: yeah, five yep yeah
0: yeah um but definitely, i mean definitely a lot of trash talking but apart from that the game stuff looks cool like um gran turismo looked awesome yeah. um horizon that look oh really you know cool. what i call that What's I that? call that Horizon Zero Sleep because when I started playing that man, I did not sleep till like 5 a.m. every night. Like Haven't my wife played. was like asleep next to me. I felt like a crackhead. Just like is that the one where you going. had
1: the headphones on, so you wouldn't yeah. wake her up.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh man,
1: wait, I got to
0: play another half an hour. Okay, let's. Wait, this thing isn't over. I, it, like that's that's the kind of part I don't like about those games. Like you yeah. don't know when your little uh, mini quest phase,
1: whatever you want to call it, is over. You don't know when you can save and just leave it alone. So I did the same thing with Uncharted. So on Uncharted, I found myself, it would even tell you, hey, we're on the next chapter, but you're like looking at all this cool stuff, and you're like, oh, I want to see what's next. Just just give me a few minutes. And of course, that few minutes is like three and a half hours later. It's crazy, man. But games have come so far. But I think, all right, so let's go back to the PS5 just for a second. Right. D, yeah. one question I keep um, here or comment that I keep hearing is, Oh, it's not going to support Dolby Atmos. Okay. To me, the one thing you've got to remember is that you should be able to, um, to send the signal bitstream from the PS5. So, yes, the PS5 may not be able to natively decode Dolby Atmos, but I don't have my PS4 set up that way. I would rather my receiver do the decoding.
0: Well, I mean, to piggyback off of that none of these 4k players actually decode atmos or dtsx Oh, okay none of them none of them i get that question all the time does this sony 4k player decode atmos no yeah. they all don't gotcha. they all just they are supposed to bitstream out mm. um when i upgraded in 2016 i sold all my stuff from that i bought in 2005 right mm-hmm. so it was a denon 3808 ci or something like that right um And then one was the HD transport, right? They're like Blu-ray player that only had an HDMI output. So I turned it on just to see if it worked. And I put John Wick, the standard Blu-ray in. Mm -hmm. I hit play. And on the Denon that I had, the new one, it's like Atmos, Dolby Atmos. I'm like, what? So that old ass 13-year-old player is already just sending everything out bitstream. So
1: so there's no need. Yeah. And for the folks who don't know
0: what
2: that means when you're saying sending out bitstream, what does that mean?
1: For the most part, it's basically just sending the raw data. So it's like, uh, I don't know if you want to call it uncompressed, but basically it's just sending it raw to your receiver. And then the receiver has to kind of unpack that, decode it, and then send it out to all your speakers. So either the player has to do it, and then it sends it over like PCM, Mm -hmm. or you need to send it over just kind of all in one and let the receiver do it, and then that's when that's considered Bitstream. So I personally choose to do the Bitstream because a lot of guys would say, well, how come I can't see what format it is on my receiver?
2: So you like Bitstream?
1: Yeah, because Bitstream will show you, is it being encoded or decoded (laughs) in you know Dolby Atmos or DTS Master or Dolby True HD and that sort of thing? You won't see that if you're sending it through uh,
2: PCM. So add that one to the list, Chana. Uh, Michael likes Bitstream. That means he likes it raw.
0: He like baby, I like it raw. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Shimmy, you shimmy. heard it.
2: He he said it himself. It's right, like so he, likes, he likes, gonna, he likes to say it it's raw. <laughs> I, I do like mistake steak medium rare. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <How> about that, <laughs> we have a great um, question about um, B and W Bowers and Wilkins. Okay, yeah,
0: so I Rob, think this is Robby awesome. Hurt.
1: Probably heard about that. That's good.
0: Yeah, I think this is fantastic because I will finally now be able to review some BNW speakers.
1: <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> no. why I think this is awesome. <laughs> I'll to get in touch
0: this with person, my first reaction games. too. Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm like, oh, cool. And
0: what, I'm like, what does that even... mean
2: when you say that though? What do you mean? Because I know what you mean. Maybe these guys don't okay, know. Okay, if you
0: don't know what I mean, like <laughs> I did a video on BNW's booth at CES 2018. 2018. Yes, 2018. And From that video, some people bought those speakers. I didn't even do a review, but I asked the guy, I was like, Hey, who do I talk to about getting these speakers in a review? And then, you know, the David guy, he was really nice. He went up moving over to Martin Logan like the following year. But anyway, um, yeah, Crickets, I would email, call, nothing in return. And I'm like, Okay, I guess they don't care about this kind of um, stuff. They don't want videos on YouTube about their stuff. So whatever. But now with Sound United, buying b&w uh all three of us have a great relationship with sound yeah. united they own denon and marantz and i can get pretty much any denon and marantz or definitive technology equipment to check out it's not a big deal
2: um so then got a bunch now, of class a stuff sitting yeah. over here no, just, oh wow it's
0: no, no, i you know yeah. that that's the cool part like i am man you know they now have a high-end speaker to to pair with that high-end um yeah. equipment so when they whenever trade shows open up again they're gonna have a room with class a amplifiers and b and w speakers
1: yeah so that would be awesome and that's it's not a, the deal's not all the way through though right yeah it's not hundred percent final they're in yeah. the works they're in they're in negotiation so to speak and so um that's kind of where they're at now as soon as we know we can let you guys know but um yeah man I think it's pretty exciting that's for that's- sure
2: I think those guys give us a scoop like that so that we can just go and blast it out like this. Like, yeah, oh exactly. God, scoop.
1: I know what's going on. I've always I mean? enjoyed BMW. Even as a kid, I would go down to Sound Advice and they always had BMW and Clips in the same room. And so I always listened to both of those. And then later on, I was like, I love BMW, but I was like, dang, they're expensive, man. Yeah. But they're higher end stuff. So that was honestly, that was partly why I went with Clips. It was, it was just a lot more affordable. Mm-hmm or a dude that's not you know wealthy like Joe man
0: and, and <laughs> well Shane got got a pair of their like $15,000 speakers yeah
1: all the big ones man Which ones are they 802s? That was the 803 803 or something or, or d I think it's 802 D3s diamond yeah. or whatever yeah what was yeah.
0: funny was that he was messaging me he's like man I got to get a better amp like this yeah. thing like the this power hungry, like dude. they sound like crap with this yeah. amp so yeah. I, he had, he got a Krell yeah. some big big krail for that. And, and a lot of people use like Macintosh to power mm-hmm. those things too, which are just yeah. ridiculously priced as well.
1: Yeah, my buddy Giovanni, he's got a set of the 802 oh, yeah. D3s, are beautiful speakers. His are white. I mean, yeah, and cool. he's got
0: that awesome like white center channel too, like yeah. that thing with I like you don't it's see that every
2: day.
1: No, it's a monster. Yeah, I've got a video on that if you haven't seen that over on my channel.
2: I'm excited for B W and Sound mm-hmm. United.
1: Yeah, it's you be know, cool. You know, cuz
2: same, I had the same experience as you, Chana. I've reached out to them before in crickets. Nothing, so I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what's up with these guys. Um, I don't know. I don't know why they didn't respond or, you know, but I'm, I think most of the reviews that I've seen on them, people had to go and just buy them, you know? Yeah. I yeah. just, you know, of course that's cool too. But if you're reviewing speakers, like you don't want to go and buy any more speakers at a certain Dude, point. You're like, I have, I have a line of speakers all waiting. I, mean, right like, I got to like now sell these things, pay shipping. Like just, yeah, for what, it. For you know? So. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. I've heard some B&Ws before. I remember my the first time I've ever heard some B&Ws was way back. Some guy had some, and I was like, wow, those sound like they kind of did that disappearing act where I couldn't tell that they were coming from speakers. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, those sound amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah so I'm excited. i have owned a couple pair. They're lower-end series, the DM series. Like oh, okay. I had the DM603S2s, then I had the 603S3s, um, and then I've had to, like two pair of their bookshelf speakers over the years.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, like the
1: bookshelf speakers, that's what I want to check out, you know. Um, it makes some good looking stuff too. Which ones did no. you want to check out? Seven, 700 series? The 703s, I was trying to get in for review. Everybody was saying, hey, can you check out the 700 series? Mm-hmm. Like you said, I'd reach out to them and, and you just don't hear anything from them. And I know over the past couple of years that I've been doing this, the hardest thing is just finding that one person, that contact. You know, once oh, you know,
0: in- it's, it, it, he's there on LinkedIn, right, and, okay. uh, you know, he's right there. <laughs> he just doesn't answer anything. So <laughs> that's, that's just one of those situations, but you know, like the BMW 603s are like 1600 for the pair Yeah, and they sounded pretty great when I heard them at CES and then like they have, I mean, they are expensive. Let's yeah. Not They've got some,
1: yeah, they got some affordable yeah. stuff, but they also got some stuff that'll empty your pockets real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So That's sure. going to be exciting. Yeah, I think it'll be a good move for the for the high five. Now I know there's either. a
0: question about um, as long as Sound United doesn't cheap out with their division. So what
2: what, what happened to what happened to Johnna? I think he went to share the what screen or something. He just ghosted out. So ghosted.
1: <laughs> I was on the other uh, other tab, and it it had all three of us on there.
2: Yeah, I don't know what happened. I mean. So.
1: We got some more questions
2: here. Yeah, there you, there you go. go. What happened? You're oh, about you to know, say bro. something, and then you just ghosted up. accidentally hit the back
0: button. Uh, <laughs> so basically, if you guys remember last year, Sound United was actually about to acquire Onkyo, Pioneer, and, right. and I think Integra. And what they said in that event in New Orleans that I was at, they said that they would keep all their divisions there. So the Onkyo team is still going to be there. It's the yeah. Onkyo team. They weren't going to change anything. Right. They were just going to own the company and that would have been cool because like, imagine it's like, it's like the Vag group, (laughs) the The Volkswagen Audi group, right? You get, you can, you know, you get in your, in your Lamborghini, you've got an Audi, um, navigation, right? but then you've got brakes from the Lamborghini in like the Audi S or RS lines. So like, you know, you could have had an Onkyo with an HDMI board from a Denon. Like that would have been cool to get rid of like all the other nonsense that goes along with, you know, um, that company's reputation. So you can Frankenstein these, you know, products to make them even better for the consumer. So I thought that was a cool idea. Um, but that never panned out. So maybe Sound United has just been like, you know, hey, we still need to buy something. We got all this money. Let's buy something. We're you know? Packing it
1: away, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. I did talk to Paul. He said he's really excited about it. He really hopes it goes through. So seems like um, there was a thing. funny
2: comment over here about um, they're going to own the entire floor space in Magnolia at Best Buy. Uh, Best Buy Magnolia. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Probably. That's hilarious. If you think about it, it's true. Like. Who else is there? Yamaha, Sony, mm-hmm. very few other companies that they don't. They own, do I have guess. some uh, Macintosh in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Macintosh. Macintosh Group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for them too. I'm excited for them to do their seminar. Is that? Did I show you that? Mm-mm. No. No. Nope. Maybe I'm not. Maybe this thing isn't. A, oh no, I need yeah. to update that still. Yeah, it's not on there. Yeah. So um, yeah, we have Macintosh Group doing a couple things. Sona's Faber. Is nice. How do you say that? Sonus Faber? Sonus Faber? I think it's
1: Faber. I don't know.
2: Sonus Faber. And I noticed that they, when you write that, it says uh, small uh, F on the Faber. Capital S, but small F. Okay. Got to make sure. Um, have you guys ever checked out any of their
1: speakers? I've heard them at, at shows. Them, and that's yeah. it. They've got like, aren't those the one that had the little like fibers in front of the drivers? It depends, like, yeah, the speaker it depends on the model. Yeah, that's like yeah. their speaker grill. What a, what a, the
0: way that that Ron, um, the dude Ron Kane who owns Noho Sound. When I interviewed him about it, he said that their philosophy is they want to make the speakers kind of have the same shape as like a cello, or, right? Gotcha. You know, like uh, those sure. kinds of instruments. So, sure. so like when he was talking about when he's demoing speakers for people, you know that I heard the. Focal Sopra threes over there, fantastic. Yeah, but he's like, I would switch stuff out depending on what they want to listen to, right? For more compressed, you know, modern music, he would put the Focal's in front of him. For more <laughs> classical, more jazz style stuff, he would probably switch it over to Sonus Faber. Mm-hmm. So
2: it all like, you know, it all depends. Those got party going on. Here, yeah, my kids are going crazy back here. They're having a good time. Also, um, but yeah, I'm excited for, uh, yeah. yeah. They hear the kids yeah. in the background. Yeah, you hear them. Sorry about that. Nothing yeah. I can do about that.
1: Oh, yeah, man. What are they doing in my
2: new studio? I thought I was over here in. uh. You were in Hollywood. Ho- yeah, I thought You're I was in, in Hollywood. The-, <laughs> the heck, how'd they follow me over here? <clears throat> um, you know what? I would love to get some of this high-end gear once in a while just to test it out. Like, Would you guys be down to test out some Macintosh gear? Stuff like that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Would you be down? Yeah. Why would yeah. I not? I yeah. think they just look so cool. Love like, the if anything I'm else, gonna... they just look so cool. Like, if I saw that
1: over there. I'd be scared so... with your kids, though, man. Wanted to, I'd have to, like, put something in front of it. like Just cage it, cage. <laughs> cage it off.
2: Cage. Cage it off.
1: Oh, mercy.
2: I want I like, like, the Chrysler Macintosh gear. Yeah. I think that's kind of their thing, though, right? Isn't their thing kind of, yeah. like... We're expensive. Like they, yeah. I think they like. Yeah, we're expensive. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah.
0: If you
1: have to ask, yeah, you can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're cheapest stuff I can't afford. <laughs> it's like golly.
0: I mean, if they if you're looking for a bookshelf speaker in the you know, fifteen hundred dollar range, they have those. Yeah. I'm
2: you talking know. about like their amplifiers and stuff and their yeah. pre Oh, you mean their Macintosh stuff? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're just outrageous.
2: I think Macintosh Group also has uh, audio research. Have you seen those apps? Oh, those things are crazy, dude. Have
0: you seen the
1: price on those apps? Yeah. uh Mm
0: -hmm. All up there. Don't want to look. Here's a question for youth, man. What's up? Or actually, it's just a comment. Thanks for your opinions on the RF73 versus the Forte and the Martin Logan. I went with the RF7, and it is phenomenal. Wayne Potter.
1: Good choice, man. Yeah, I've I've really enjoyed the – I preferred the RF-7.3s over the Fortes. Um, But the Martin Logans, man, they sound really great. They really, really do. They've got a sweet mid-range. Matter of fact, I still got to like spend some time just really just sitting down A, B in between those and the RF-7s just to kind of share some thoughts on that. So hopefully I can carve out some time to to do that. I've been saying that for a long time. But you know how it goes, guys. Like you said, Mm -hmm. you got that long list. Yeah. Never enough time to get it all done. I'm planning
2: to pop a bunch of videos out. I've been setting up. So if you guys haven't seen me lately, it's because I've been working on my studio setup to make it so I can bust out qu- uh, videos quickly. So mm-hmm. that's the plan. Uh, What else we got here? Will there be an, an updated Denon X 8500 H with all the new features? Anybody?
0: Where is it at?
1: Did I uh forty four thirty two? See, Joe likes to read all the way at the bottom, yeah. and Chana's like way up at the top, trying to do it yeah. uh, <laughs> And then Joe like, then we scroll down to the bottom, and we're all like, oh, well, my oh,
0: oh, you know what? I just saw a video. Uh, Phil Jones says no, it will not be updated. Uh, the X eighty five hundred H is in this year's product line. Uh, they might have a firmware update and or a HDMI board update, and that one you'll have to send it in to get it done." There is also a cost to that. I don't know. But um, Phil has actually been busy on his channel. He's been killing um, it, man. Yeah. He's, growing. he's so solid,
1: dude. Like, so he, he, They're just putting out more and more videos. So yeah. it, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think what they're doing is they're seeing, man, there's an audience. There are people that are interested in what they have to say. And that he's got so much knowledge, man. You know, so definitely check them out. Uh, that's a sound united training. Is that the one? Yeah, sound, sound united. united training. Yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. We announced it it a couple podcasts ago, super good stuff. We have a no, question
2: for you guys, Mike and Chana by Wayne Potter.
0: Yeah, that's one we
1: just
2: got to. <laughs>
0: Where is it? <laughs> I put it up on the screen, <laughs> you but
1: uh, then yeah, you're
0: um, nah, no, no, we didn't answer yet.
1: Uh, okay. what amp? What do you think, Mike? Uh, let's see. Uh, in your opinions, what amp would you guys prefer? See, that's like so loaded. I mean, number one, what's your budget? Because your budget is going to completely eliminate some of them, probably. I mean, I can say, okay, Macintosh, or I can say Parasound. I can say (laughs) Monolith. I mean, there's there's a lot of different options there. Um, There's some great companies out there. Um, You know, some guys roll with the old-school Rotel amplifiers. I personally haven't heard a ton of differences between amplifiers myself. Um, I've tried various ones in my setup. Most of the time, those were paired with a receiver. So I'd have a receiver and then going pre-outs out of that into an amplifier. And I I don't know if I honestly could put, you know, say the Emotiva XPA5 and the Parasound A51 and a BNK 200.5 and try doing some a B. I'm not so sure that I would be able to go, Oh yeah, that's that one. And that's that one, you know, um, that's just me. So yeah. I would look at build quality. I'd look at, you know, just their history, you know, um, and kind of go from there.
2: How about you, Chana? Let's, let's
0: just, let's just say if you had 1200 bucks, I'd go with the Parasound New Classic 200. Put 200 yeah. watts into those things, you're going to love them. Um, I had them connected to the Parasound A52+, Plus, which was what, 180 watts per channel or something like that. Yeah, they were awesome. So honestly, like Mike said, it's, it's really tough. Yeah. It's really tough. I would go with an amplifier, like if you like Class D, Maybe, maybe, maybe we should just try to, you know, be like, if you like class AB go with XYZ, you know, if you like class H go with a Motiva, if you like class A go with or sorry, AB, you know, or D or whatever, you know, so maybe going on that
1: preference is easier to make a recommendation. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's hard to say really a lot of, a lot of preferences out there and it, it really depends on, and some of you guys have your amplifiers out in the open. And so you may not, it may sound great, but you may not, may not be the look that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So,
2: you know, I know you didn't ask me, but I'm going to chime in anyway. We didn't ask you, Joe. Yeah, but I just, He's going to get some $70 desk amp. I I would do that. I would say, uh, you know, when it comes to amplifiers, I'm like you, Michael, I, I can't hear that much of a difference. I've done measurements where I can measure a difference. Yeah. You know, frequency response wise, even they, they have a slight difference in them. And so is it a huge difference? I wouldn't say it's a huge difference. Not like comparing speakers it's a huge difference. Right? right. Um, but I would say like even doing a little bit of EQ is going to make up for a lot of that difference. You know, that's why mm-hmm. typically when we make an, a recommendation, it's based on like what the EQ is or what the room correction, uh, calibration is because that makes such a huge difference to the sound. Um, I would say those are the factors that I look for because EQ, if you're able to do that, you're going to be able to change the sound anyway. Right. Um, I would look for, you know, a lot of people are very technical. looking at like, what's the slew rate of this thing? What's mm-hmm. the voltage swing. Like, I don't know how that's translate to sound. Just make sure you get an amplifier. That's powerful enough to play it as loud as you want to without distorting the speaker or distorting the amp, not the speaker. Right. Right. right? Um, so make sure that and then also the no, main difference that I notice is actually how the thing looks and feels right. You have to look at that thing all the time. So when it looks cool, it makes me feel good. Like straight up when you have a good looking amplifier there and just like you look at it like, damn, oh, damn I like damn. that thing. I like that. I
0: like what that does. I mean, I can only hear the pair two pair of sounds clicking when they turn on from when I turn it on. So I'm like, oh, there they are. Yeah, they they're are. there. That's what you paid for right there. The click. Yeah, that's, that little click. click, click. You hear those? Uh, what is that? Though? I mean, the cool part about that is, you know, my setup is it, they're actually being used every day. So, you know, it's in the living room. You know, my wife, you know, watches her workout stuff on there. Um, and just all our TVs. I mean, the TV's pretty much on because she likes to have something on while she's cooking or whatever. So they're getting used every day. Hours, hours upon hours every day. So, yeah. What else we got here? Oh, oh, Ike. Ike got the OSD five channel amplifier. He said it made a huge difference to his weak Pioneer VSX LX five hundred three receiver. So, that's still one of the budget ones I want to check out. You know the OSD guy, right? Right, Yeah, they're sponsor. Um,
2: They're out. They're out of stock right now. Oh, wow. Just check. Uh, and i don't know maybe it's because we were talking about it or what but um yeah they're they're out they've been out um when i have an uh, an update though oh you know what i mean i don't know i'm not know not going to say but maybe they maybe they maybe they because you know what actually i'm just gonna say it um the owner <laughs> he go he went on facebook i think it was on the post and he's like should we come out with a seven channel version like that was his comment so I'm, You know, you you put it out there in public, so I'm right. allowed to say it. Yeah. Life of Bliss is saying that, too. They're coming out with a newer 5 and 7 channel amps. There you go. Boom. There He's you got
0: go. In for- hey, you know what? You know what? You know what you should tell the dude? Mm. Have him make a 3 channel amp. Because there are no really budget 3 channel amps available. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. For front stage, 200 by 3 into 8 ohms. That would be cool.
1: And like five hundred bucks, that'd be awesome.
2: Yeah. So five hundred bucks, yeah. So full disclosure. <laughs> full disclosure. I am talking to them because they are a gold sponsor at the Hi-Fi Summit, that's right? And I do have some of their stuff in for review. And the thing that I really like about them is they're willing to listen to the feedback. They're right? open. To the yeah, sky- sky- I'm I call really them, like, hey, this is what I find, this and this, and they're like, yeah, let me, uh, let's work on that, and let me see what I can do, and maybe on the next version we'll do this, this, and this. I'm like, that's cool. That's awesome. So I commend those guys for that because it's very, you know, a lot of a lot of times they're like, oh, we know best. Like, you just be quiet over there. <laughs> like all right I, I talk to people every single day. I know what people want. Yeah, I'm getting questions all day. So you should probably listen. And so I thought it was cool that they w- were willing to listen.
0: Yeah, you know, and then maybe maybe have some nice pictures of the inside of the amplifier show, like, you know, what kind of components are being used and this that, and the other people like to see that
1: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm I'm naked with a top off that's right so
0: (laughs) so wayne wayne says the guy at crutchfield said anthem and nad and those are definitely good uh quality amplifiers and she goes on to say but i wanted to ask you guys and like mike said rf7 loves the gas they are they definitely do want more power man you got four 10 inch woofers to deal with like you want to bump that cardi b like my wife does. You have no problem with those things.
2: Anthem. You guys have experience with Anthem amps?
1: I haven't.
0: Not their mm-hmm. amplifier, but just their receiver. Um, pretty,
2: NAD? Good.
1: I'm, no. I'm on the list to get an NAD um, processor. Which one? Uh, the T... What's it? Oh, my goodness. 778? 7, 7, yeah. Uh, don't tell me. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. The receiver? Yeah, yeah they're... 778? Yeah, they're um basically oh. right now. So it probably be like mid-July before I can get one. That's that's not just a processor. That's the
0: that's, that's our a, AVR. Yeah. Nine channel AVR. That thing's like going to be that. like their best seller, I bet it's you anything. Really, I swear, watch. What's watch. that?
2: So when I talk to them, I guess they don't sell that online. That's all through dealers. Yeah, yeah it's through dealers, yeah. You know, I talked to them. I was like, why? Like, like I think a thing lot thing. of people are going to want to just buy that thing. Yeah. are Am I tripping? Do you guys think so? Also, at that
1: price point, do you think that's a product? Kind of the same thing with JVC. JVC goes directly through dealers. You know, you're not gonna find JVC on the projectors.
0: Hmm? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, here's the thing. What other AV receiver
2: has Dirac Live? Yeah. And it looks cool too, man. And yeah, the front touchscreen, dude. So and the the modules you can change out for for uh, the video part of it. Yeah, yeah, the HDMI
0: module. You can get an HDMI 2.1 module whenever they create it, and then it's nine channels, and it actually has like they have a nine channel power rating, so that's pretty cool. And then it's got um, you you know nine channels of pre outs. Mm -hmm.
2: I'm just gonna put them on blast like that. So you guys in the comments, you guys let me know what do you think about that? The NAD T778. I don't know. Can you bring that up, John? Pull it up. It looks incredible. What do, you guys, what do you guys think of that? Do you want, would you, would you buy that thing if it was available to purchase directly? Right? Like if you just go, could go to their website or on Amazon and just order that thing, would you want that? We're going to use Chris's video from. Well, you can go to their, their, uh, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. When we, when you saw him over there at uh, CES. Like this thing. Boom. Touchscreen.
0: Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Who is that? I know who that, that's June. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's her hand. We used it. She was our hand model. That's funny. Does he go around the back? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just super so, clean.
0: Yeah, it is. It definitely is. And I've never heard
2: that right of That God. home theater, dude.
0: Chris, that home theater, dude, we're using your clips, buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what you did? <laughs> hashtag baby
3: hashtag.
0: <laughs> yeah so yeah, there at three, it is at, at three thousand dollars like that's that's a great deal i think and it was so funny because even when you both you and i joe we we just were like what oh dude that thing's gonna be awesome that thing's gonna sell really well and they're like really why yeah what <laughs> like, do you mean what do you mean this?
2: like what is there something Yeah, put yeah. that thing out there watch Send yeah, one exactly. to me and watch what you know. Yeah, Send watch one to, what to Tana, me, Michael. Let's see what happens.
0: Now, I know D Tasca is talking about um, Denon and Marantz making a pre pro between one thousand and two thousand dollars, and they kind of have already done that with their new AVR release with the new preamp mode mm-hmm. in the 4700H and 6700. But um, I so I, I wouldn't see them making a specific. Pre pro, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it would be just the AV receivers.
2: Uh, and so, last time you were saying that you have to go all in when you use that pre pro mode, right? Correct. It's you do. All or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. You do. So, so all you're disabled on the
0: so internal location. Right. So, you're going to get like a clean signal just as if it were a pre pro. Now, the only thing is that's going in through RCA or going out through RCA. So, for those that want XLR. Balanced outputs—you won't miss. You're it. not going to get that on a Denon. You'd have to go to a Marantz eh, pre-pro.
2: Yeah, you know be, yeah. I understand the the reason for XLRs if they're close to each other. Yeah, You'll you know, I would imagine yeah. they're going to be pretty close to each other. Like that distance. I mean, why I, does it matter if it's RCA versus? I mean, I don't. Okay, going to be picking up in, in this.
1: The only benefit that I have seen is you do get a higher gain with the XLR. I don't mm-hmm. remember the exact, like, mm-hmm. if there's a form.
0: Right. I think there is an issue. I know Gene brings it up a lot on the voltage of the RCA pre-outs on some AV receivers are just not high enough. Mm-hmm. And basically, what happens with preamp mode is like if you have just your three channels, your front stage powered externally, and you have the AVR running, if you jack up the volume, you can get um, distortion going out through the pre-outs just because they're all on, yeah, you know, and the amplification section of the AVR is on as well. So, you know, um, it's kind of, a, it's definitely a cool feature if you plan to already external externally amplify everything. So definitely, it's definitely a a step in the right direction.
1: Um, I think it just gives them flexibility, you know, for the consumer. I think that's the biggest thing gives you flexibility and you can kind of gradually go down that path towards separates, you know? So.
0: Yeah. Brett says he has the Emotiva 5175 and hooked it up with a Marantz 6013 goes well, but I reckon music sounds better without the amp. That's, that could be true. I I bet the Marantz AVR sounds better in two channel mode than the Emotiva. But again, that's a completely subjective kind of, situation statement.
2: And to just to be clear, we're ending this at one hour today. Uh usually we go for an hour and a half, but we said, you know what? It's it's easier if we just condense it, right? Let's make it an hour. Podcast is one hour and we're going to try to get as much info as possible. So having said that, if you guys want to call in, I think I'm ready.
1: That's a great thought right there. I was just reading Reginald's, he says if you're using a poor sounding preamp, it will affect the sound of your power amp.
0: That's right. That's right. Um,
1: do I miss the SVS app? No, actually, I don't. Um, I really didn't use the the DSP in the um, in the SVS app.
2: You know, that's. I think that's handy if you're using an amplifier that doesn't have any uh, DSP at all. So, if a lot of these integrated amps, they might have a sub out, they might have a low pass crossover, but no EQ whatsoever, right? No. so I think it would be handy in those cases but for the most part you have that built into your AVR right
1: yeah he said he ordered the JTR Captivator 2400 he was just curious um, to know what I think about the DSP and the ability to make adjustments manually um, again if you can pick up a mini DSP that fixes it and it opens up so much there's so much more flexibility in that than the built in DSP and the SVS app and as far as um, I just think JTR definitely is in a in a totally different league, at least the, the subwoofers that I've heard. Holy cow. So I think you're in for a treat. You're going to enjoy it. Tone winner. Have y'all heard of tone winner amps? No. What is that? I've, I've had a couple guys ask me if I would review them. Um, I think they're more budget-friendly, but I, I'm wanting to say, let me pull them up, tone winner. Tone winner
2: hey do you guys have uh chana do you have the phone number there it is there it is if you want to give us a call we're ready we got about 10 minutes so do it do what do you, do, do, do it because i'm here and i'm there and i'm big bet china i'm everywhere Oh
3: good!
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a little sugar, God. sugar hill gang there for you guys. I hear kids. Yes, you do. Yep, Byron Joe's kids. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> they're getting crazy right
1: now.
0: Is there a limitation on how high should Atmos ceiling speakers be placed? That's a good question. Have you any? Have you seen anything, Michael, about a limited or like a height?
1: I think there is a limitation on like low ceilings. Like if you mm, got really short, right. six foot, seven foot, it's harder to get that separation from your floor level speakers to your top level speakers. But I don't think I've ever heard anything because to me, that would be adjusted with the levels, you know, in your mm-hmm. AVR. Yeah, got a call. So I don't think that's that's as big of a deal. You just don't want them too short.
2: All right, you are on. You're on the air. What's your name? And Where are you from? Question?
3: It's RG. It, it's RGA, regular guy audience hey. what
0: hey. What's How's up, going, brothers? What's How are good? you? How are you, man? How are you doing?
3: Doing good Hope y'all are doing well Been a little chaotic in the world recently A little bit I just, uh, You guys were talking about pre-out voltage That's something I run across quite a bit In my travels and helping people hook stuff up Are you guys aware of things like the ARC clean box? And the adapters, they've now made readily available to help boost and uh, balance your signal.
2: No. no, I heard of it. no and I and how many channels good. is that thing?
3: The one I bought was only two. It was like 79 bucks, mm-hmm. And I got it on a tip from a friend in the audio group I'm a part of when I started moving up to the pro amps and the, the heavier stuff in my setup. Yeah. And it's been it's been a blessing.
2: Clean? What is it called?
3: Art clean
2: box art so art is the brand right because i have i have some stuff from them the clean box
3: yeah they make a lot of different stuff but i think they make crossovers and things like that too
2: i have a preamp from them a little microphone preamp um yeah so that's interesting so it's about like 80 bucks for two channels yeah curious to see what if i
3: paid for mine
2: if somebody has like nine channels though or 11 channels that's going to start to add up
3: well, that, that's the beautiful thing is you, you, you can divide it up two channels, you know, you can add them to your surround and stuff as well, especially if you're suffering right. from a pre off voltage thing and, and you have longer runs. What I love about it is it converts the RCA over to balance for the longer runs as well. Right. I ah, see that. You yeah. Cool.
0: yeah, you can output
2: the 4, four dB. That looks like, four dB. Mini, yeah. uh, looks like a little mini, looks like a little cart amplifier. Remember those? Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, uh, You know, um, art, they used a lot of art stuff in uh, music production. I actually had a art six headphone headphone amp um in here that's
3: that would weird. make sense i think the fellow i was talking to the producer he's over in europe somewhere
0: mm. yeah oh. yeah even life of bliss says the art clean box is great was a it ne- was a necessity for using
2: a crown pro amp for subs mm-hmm. yeah well, that's awesome the signal's too low you just use that thing huh mm-hmm.
3: yeah yeah i i did a video not long ago, well, actually, it was long ago about pre-out voltage clipping. It was kind of a just low-buck video for guys in my group because there was a lot of fellows transitioning to pro-amps thinking that that was just the way to go because of the you know dollar per watt value, and they were having trouble with that because a lot of receivers you know they vary across the board from like 1.2 to down as low as 0.9 volts in a lot of the pro amps, especially in the used market. You know, some of them old PVs and stuff take as little or, you know, as much as four just to get them off the line. That's where the brief, that's where that clean box came in. So I had a, uh, what was it? I think it was a PV 1000. I was bench testing downstairs and I didn't have enough driver voltage. And that's where my buddy came in. And I've had several of them around since then because it comes in handy.
2: That's cool. So, uh, you have a channel, right? Yeah. Yeah. How do we find you?
3: I'm just regular guy audio. A lot of Serwin Vega stuff. A lot of randomness. Small channel. I never really put a lot into it like you guys. <laughs> There's a lot better channels out there.
2: Yeah. But that's I'm 500 a- videos, bro.
3: People that follow. How I was do- prolific for a while. I got the <laughs> link here.
2: Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what we got. We got regular guy audio. A, he's a regular guy on our channel you're a regular here there you go there's a link in the oh
0: yeah in the well, chat i love right you guys there.
3: and what you do for the community
2: appreciate mm-hmm. it man
0: yeah there it is boom 202 videos man that's not that's, that's not, a lot of videos that's not bad yeah why yeah a know. lot
3: of them are kind of here or there and I, I always do them unedited off the cuff i speak freely and a lot of people have appreciated that i do videos for people would ask me questions and stuff
2: yeah <clears throat> what is that um have you seen those uh evictions those those huge eviction speakers you know what i'm talking about oh
3: yeah the rtrs yeah absolutely. have you seen
2: those i felt like that might yes, be have, it just I reminded have. me of old school sir vegas stuff that's why
3: it, i got to hear a pair of the 15s and since i'm a vega guy uh-huh. uh they were they were close, but nah. they didn't have the base response you expect, you know.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. no. Nah. They, they're plenty punchy, but they didn't go as well. Yeah, that was always my draw to the Vegas.
2: Did you ever you, have any uh, uh, any uh, strokers?
3: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. You I did them the <laughs> Yes, I did. I had two fifteen-inch stroker pros back in the back in the nineties.
2: Pro stroker, <laughs> <laughs> Tana. You know Tana's <laughs> minded that. He doesn't know about the and Vegas Strokers. If you don't know about the and Vegas Strokers. I know man. about the Strokers, dude. I sat in the Stroker van. Oh, you the, did? Was so dirty. I sat in the
0: wow, Stroker van
3: plenty of times when I was a kid.
2: Oh, <laughs> It doesn't sound right at all now.
3: <laughs> you, you can't be an audio guy and not have heard of the Strokers. It's hilarious in name and even more crazy when you're in one of the cars with them. <laughs> oh, yeah. No,
2: totally. it's in the Stroker van. Yep, <laughs> uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. So you know, you've had the experience. You know what's going on.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and when they did the re-release, I was talking to Ryan, the engineer at Vega Mobile. He's in the group I'm in, and he was talking about it. I, I didn't like the price, so we kind of butted heads on that. I'm like, 1200 bucks, dude, I can go on eBay and get one for, you know, three to five if I really wanted to go that route. But there's so much competition now.
2: Yeah. I would uh, love to see them really get back into the gone. game real hard. You know what I mean? Serwin Vega is like, the, that's the name. Like, I just love saying Sirwin Vega.
3: Serwin you know? Vega and Clips are two companies that have my heart. They've been around since the 50s. You know, they're some of the pioneers. Serwin Vega with the first solid-state amp, and who doesn't love a you one?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. Well, very cool. It's good talking to you.
3: Yeah, man. Likewise, gentlemen. I hope you're all well, safe, and happy. You're of course, great, congratulations man. to Blitz. The Bliss, I want him to hear this. Congrats, brother! Pulling for you, being a new dad again. That's awesome. Everybody, be excellent to each other. Yes, we have, high high. we have a great
1: community.
0: We have a great community here. They got they got a new movie too, yeah, coming absolutely. out too. New Bill and Ted.
1: They're, they're really- I know,
3: I know. I'm looking forward to that.
1: <laughs> Very uh,
3: cool. Very I'll cool. let I'll let you guys get back to the serious stuff. It's wonderful talking to you.
0: Hey, good talking. Great. Thanks for calling in. Man, this was awesome. Take
1: care.
3: Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Bye. Cool. Good stuff. Hey, Wayne Potter's got a question. He says, okay, here's a question. It might be a stupid question, but is there that much difference in sound quality with an amp versus no amp? And I'm assuming he's talking about a receiver. receiver adding an amplifier and a receiver just powering it, you know, with the internal amplification.
0: I mean, I had a question uh, someone bought a five channel amp and was powering their front stage and their two rear heights with it. And then the rest of the stuff on the AVR mm-hmm. and they're like, I don't really notice a difference. Is that, am I doing something wrong? What's happening? So I kind of like went through and troubleshoot the situation with him a little bit, you know? So I told him like, okay, you know, w- you know, I got a speaker specs. I was like, well, I would turn your crossovers down on your, Um, you know from 80 to like yeah like 50 on your mains and maybe run just the mains in the center off the external amp and then um you know after you run your calibration or room correction he had a denon so it was odyssey Mm -hmm. and after that he he was like all right let me do that and get back to you and he's like hey this actually sounds a lot better so you know, funny, it's like my buddy from college who hates all this stuff. And, you know, in my college apartment, I had all my shit there, like, boom, big Sony Trinitron, my Denon receiver, my JBL, you know, monitors and stuff. And, um, he's like, Hey, what sound bar should I get? So I'm like, don't get a sound bar. get this Denon and I'll get some speakers for you. So I sent him um, a pair of RP 600ms. Hang on, caller. Oh, we got another one.
2: It's okay. Just go ahead, continue. Oh, we'll get to your question right now. Just sit, hold on.
0: Oh, okay. So then, basically, you know, every then he got a center channel. He he liked the two speakers, but he couldn't hear the vocals, so he got a center channel. And then he's like, "Man, so now I got a center channel. Now I need to get a sub because the bass is gone." I'm like, "Wait a minute, the bass is gone. What do you mean? There should the bass shouldn't have gone anywhere." So I troubleshooted it with him and he's like, oh, you know what? My kid came by and hit one of those color buttons on the Denon remote and changed the sound profile. You know, (laughs) and and since he's running everything from the TV, just optical into the Denon, you don't see any of the menus. You don't see any of that stuff. And that's when it, you know, it dawned on me. People that are moving away from a sound bar to like just having a receiver with two speakers or maybe just a front three like they have a lot to learn as far as like what to do what not to do and um it was just interesting to me you know with hearing about his frustration and he's like oh okay so i he's like i do it does sound way better but there's uh the the trade off is you have to learn how like the system works so that you can get that sound and if your kid or whomever comes by and presses a button or two and it doesn't sound the same you need to figure out how to get it back to back to that. So I think that's, uh, you know, kind of cool just having to go through that experience and it gives me insight on yeah. what people are thinking and why it is so hard. Cause I would be like, Oh my God, what, uh, I can't hear anything. Yeah.
2: You know? Hey, hey caller. Thanks. For, thanks for waiting. Are you, are you there? Right I wanted on, to make guys. sure to take thanks, your man. call.
4: Yeah. Thanks Joe, Michael, Chana, it's Robbie. Yeah. Just want to say, I love you guys. Love all your content. Yeah. Appreciate everything. And had a quick question. Um, I'm not too sure if you guys know, but belly has a new owner and Mm -hmm. I guess they're coming back to the scene. Would you guys buy a belly Dime subwoofer for like your own personal use? Like, let's say you weren't given one to to review, but just like go out and buy one. But like, I remember I had one back in the day. It was so awesome for like nostalgia. Because I know I had some back in the day and, you know, if they were to come out with something, I would go out and, you know, buy one just for nostalgia but this new owner i don't know like how credible they are are they really in it are they like an audio enthusiast or are they just going to be like a a, uh, like a you know like a bean counter you know Mm -hmm. be like let's what's the minimum we can get by make Mm -hmm. a product and just slap the villa you know the the name on it and just sell it you know what i'm saying
1: yeah the reality we won't know until you know till some time passes i'm like you i I started off with villa down i had the ct100 then I moved up to the oh, yeah. F- F-1500, and then I moved up to a single HGS-15. Then I added a second HGS-15, and then I reviewed a DD – what was it? The DD-12, the 12-inch version of that. Yeah. yeah. So I've, yeah. I've heard a lot that of the development was, here, yeah. and they're solid subwoofers. Oh, yeah. really as long as the amplifiers don't – die, um, um but they had that yeah, I still have one.
4: I still got a DD uh the the, the 15. I still have one in my in, in my office. It's still going. It's like 20 years
3: old.
1: They were one of the first subwoofer companies that came out with 18. They had the DD 18. That thing was a monster man. Yeah. Remember hearing that with a pair of oh, clips? Yeah, it
3: was fantastic. Yeah.
1: yeah. so as far as I don't know we just won't know, you know. Um time will tell. Uh would I buy one? Um, man, I've moved up to 18s. I mean, if they've got some sweet 18s. Maybe. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I
4: don't think you'd buy one right now with your, with your twin RS2s. No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think you're hard. done.
1: <laughs> I don't know where the ladder goes after that. I'm like, he's, he's never done yeah. when it comes
2: to base. He's
0: never That done. is
4: nuts.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, China, uh, what do you think? True. What do you think? I mean, for me, I would just say, for me, I would say, Uh, The reason why anybody bought their products before was because they made good products, right? Like, that's the reason why anybody buys anything, hopefully, Mm -hmm. not because of the name um, of what it was. It's kind of like, what is it now, right? So if they come out with some great products now at great prices now, then Mm -hmm. I think people will buy it. Whether I'm going to buy it, like, I I get too much stuff. (laughs) I have too much stuff that I can't even use. So a lot of times, like, I'm just... I'm asking these companies, Hey, can we do a giveaway? Can we do something? Because I have too much stuff. So I'm probably not going to be up, be buying anything. Uh, China. Yeah. I'm
0: I'm not buying shit, man. I'm trying to sell <laughs> as much of this stuff off as possible <laughs> because I got bills to pay. And like, I, I was supposed to have, uh, DJ two weddings last month, four weddings this month, you know, another four weddings next month. So like, I'm losing a lot of money, not working because of you know gatherings yeah. and that that sort of thing so so yeah I, I don't plan on buying any i mean i did just buy a new computer but i've been saving up for that because i knew it needed a new um, studio computer so you got a good yeah, kid yeah it you know? makes
4: sense no, reason, yeah reason why i bring that up is because like you know that one speaker company uh, klh yeah, yeah you know they're really big back in the you know 80s 90s mm-hmm. and then they went yep. away and then there was yep. a resurgence they came back somebody bought the name or the rights or whatever and you know, and I've been on AVS forums, uh, AudioHolics, mm-hmm. Reddit, AV Nirvana, and all these guys that go out and, and buy them, buy those those towers. They're like, man, for the price, like these things aren't that good. Mm. You know, for six hundred bucks, I mean, it's uh, it's you know, reviewers. No, 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 no offense. You know, people they'll, they'll go and they'll they say, hey, it's it's a good speaker. You know, but when you go out there and you know talk to the average user, it's not getting really good good reviews and the companies that, that make them, I think somebody took it, took apart the speaker and they looked at the crossover and the crossover was just really sad.
2: You know, no. so that's, that's, I haven't, I, I haven't heard them myself. Just, I, yeah, haven't, I think these companies
4: are just buying up these old, old names and just trying to, you know, make money and not really you know putting their heart and soul into an right. actual, make it a high quality product. They just want to make money.
2: Yeah. I can't speak I on that them, on KLH specifically, but I, I just looked, um, last time, um, I don't know if you remember, but, um, so I'm looking at KLH and the owner is Dave Kelly, right? CEO yeah. Dave Kelly. And then it says here that he yeah. was previously the, the president of Klipsch. Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Isn't that crazy? Look at that. Yep. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, last time, you know, we had, we had somebody from Klipsch on, right? And, um. I guess that's her pops or something. Oh, is <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. that Britney? Yeah, yeah. that's
1: Britney's, yeah. yes, Britney's dad. Yeah, yeah. isn't that mm-hmm. crazy? So yeah, we got.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I haven't heard those speakers. I, I've always wanted to review them to see, but that was their first kind of go at them, right? So. Uh uh-huh. oh.
4: that was their first line. Yeah, that they came out. So maybe, hopefully, they'll you know learn and make something better. But then again, it could be just the individual member that doesn't know how to, you know, set up the speaker properly properly, or it could be their individual room. I mean, rooms have so much effect on sound and bass and everything. You know, a lot of people don't understand that, you know, if somebody reviews a product sounds great in their room, you go buy the product. Hey, it sounds like crap in my room. Well, Hey, you know, you have an open space or you have vaulted ceilings or whatever. It's not going to sound the same. You know, every room is different.
2: Right. I mean, they they could be be bad. They could be bad. Who
1: knows? Right, I haven't. Michael, you you've reviewed some, right? I did. Yeah, I actually really liked them. I, now they're not amazing, you know. I wouldn't sell my clips for them, but for the price, I thought they were a great value. I really did. It's got a good, clean sound. I didn't hear any distortion in them, you know. And I I like to I kind of tend to crank them, you know. I want to see where their breaking point yeah. is, and uh, I didn't have any issues with it. Powering them with clean power, they sounded really tight. So. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't have yeah, any. That,
4: that, that, that probably has a lot to do with it what, what, what you're powering them with and you know how you have it set up. Like Michael, you have a dedicated room, you have right. sound treatment, you got proper amplification, you probably set up the speakers correctly, you you know angle them in. You know, your average user is not gonna have all, all that stuff and they're gonna say, Hey, it sounds right. like crap. So right. it's always a grain of salt. But anyways, I gotta run yeah. guys. I want cool. to love you guys all, love your content.
2: Take care. There. Thank you. Later, bro. All right. All right. So that's it.
0: That's it.
2: Know. We're we're done.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let me just quickly get this Brian TV question out. Sure. Five channel amplifier. Now the Outlaw model five thousand is rated one hundred twenty watts per channel. Five channels driven into eight ohms. Now when you drop that down to just two speakers, you're going to get one hundred and seventy. So the question is, if you're powering three speakers, how much wattage are you getting? They don't have any numbers. I'm gonna guess somewhere between 140, maybe. Let's just be safe. Say 135 and 150. That's what. That's my guesstimation on if you're just gonna power the three channels and what they're gonna be. Eight ohms, of course.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you got to read the next comment. Two down from that. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, that's yeah, awesome. man.
0: Gotta, I gotta didn't, pay for didn't, things.
1: Didn't he buy your um? what was it a, a player?
0: Yeah. He bought the UB 9,000. Yeah.
1: I knew it was that he's yep. like, yeah, anything you want to sell, man? <laughs> Shoot let me, me, me. know. <laughs> let me know.
2: It's the opposite oh, of youth. Thing. Instead of youth man deals, he's got like techno dad sales. That's right. TDS. He, he the the TDS. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the YMD cool.
0: and the TDS. All right. Oh man. Cool. Johnny want
1: to send us out, man?
0: Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out. On this uh, shortened edition of the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. Again, we do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Make sure you subscribe to the Daily Hi-Fi channel. And of course, if you like the audio version only, there is a link in the description to the audio only version of the podcast. So you can listen to it at work while you're riding a bike, jogging at the weird bubble gym. You know, have you see, guys seen the like gyms that have like sectioned off little bubbles for everybody to work out? Crazy stuff happening around the world. So we're happy and glad that you guys are sharing some time or spending Absolutely. some time with us. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Whoop. Oh, I got to hit end.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, always,
0: always.